You're listening to the Armchair Psychologist's Podcast. All right, so social today, I've got an autobiographical, Am I the Asshole? And uh, this one is, Am I the Asshole, Jack, 46-year-old male, the asshole for letting my little uh, Maltese run at the park off-leash. And I'll give you a little bit of background context here. Um, I started jogging recently. I started doing the app uh, Couch to 5K, um, which is, uh, you know, starts you off kind of slowly where you run like two minutes and then you walk for a minute and you run for two minutes and you walk for a minute. And um, I found that I couldn't, you know, I can't ask my nine-year-old dog to like run alongside me because I'll be just dragging her (laughs) by the leash. But um I so I took her off the leash and let her run around. And the first couple times I did this, it didn't matter because there were no people at the park. And also for context, I brought little poop bags in my uh, pocket and I watched where she pooped and then I picked it up after and threw it away. So I didn't I didn't let her like go, you know, potty at the at the park and not clean it up. Like I always clean up after my dog, but I did let her run free she has no history of biting she's super sweet just a a little uh she kind of has a she kind of has big dog energy and a little dog body you know she's not yippy like little dogs are and not aggressive she's just really like chill and so yeah my dog is like that so i get it not yippy small dog it's kind of rare to find a, uh, a little dog like that that'll just plop on you and just kind of you know splay out and just lay kind of i think if they've been well socialized and trained a bit that they tend to be like that but a lot of people who don't have like experience with dogs uh get little dogs and then let them run wild and they become really aggressive because they're not like properly socialized and stuff right they think they're the alpha of the house yeah exactly like my dog knows his place so yeah same (laughs) with mine mine is like well mine would say she's number three in a family of four uh, yeah. She acts like she's above my daughter when my daughter's here. Yeah, a lot of dogs tend to that. I, my, our family dog growing up did that. And my dog thinks he's number two because I mostly I'm alone with him. If anyone else comes to visit, like my parents or anything, he thinks he's above all everyone else. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Only listen to me. No, 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 no. You're very confused, the little, little doggies. You know. Um I don't know. So, uh, so there were, there's, there was no incident, but there were the other day there were like a, there was a family there and there were little kids and I, and she was just kind of running around smelling things, my dog. And I think at one point, the uh, I, I never, the family never gave me a dirty look, but I think there was, it was definitely, it's not kosher to let your dog run free in a park in Korea anymore. Like you can get a pretty serious fine for it um, because they just got sick and tired of dealing with people's dogs biting, you know, children's hands and stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay. So you want the yeah yeah okay so i think you're a little bit of an asshole but unintentionally it's like you i feel like there's a because i before we started the podcast our our viewers don't know this but we talked about this a little bit and i realized there's like a big part that you aren't really aware of which is like a lot of people advise against off-leash dynamics in a park that isn't a dog park because 
you never know when someone else is going to show up with their dog. And it's like your dog could be the nicest dog in the world, but their dog could be reactive and aggressive. And that's really stressful for the owner if they're like trying to have their dog on leash and do everything. But your dog runs up friendly to say hello, but their dog isn't friendly. And it's really hard to keep your dog away because they, you know, how are they going to do that? Right. I, th- I think you're being really generous, too. I mean, I think I'm kind of deliberately an asshole, to be honest, because it, I just did like a cost benefit analysis. I just I wanted to exercise more than I wanted to be a responsible pet owner. So I just kind of, I kind of did what I wanted, even though I knew that, well, I I guess I I, I figured there's probably like a low percentage chance that anything was going to happen, but, but I opened the door to the opportunity and, you know, with Murphy's law and all that sort of stuff. I mean, there's just like, you know, uh, famous last words were my, but my dog doesn't bite. You know, that's what every single person says who's paying hefty fines and and uh, insurance premiums or whatever or lawsuits. Um, You know, those are the that's what everybody says. So I just think like now now that I think about it in the context of like an am I the asshole? I definitely was the asshole like there is because there's no one else to be the asshole. It's not my dog. She didn't she like, you know, yeah, you're a little asshole because she <laughs> like, okay. oh, you just want to run around free, you little asshole. Yeah, no, it definitely. And it's not if if my dog had bitten the that little girl or or the son or even the father or the mother, for that matter, you know, it would have been 100 percent my fault because it's just like that's why they have leash laws is because they they don't want those situations to happen and no matter how uh improbable they might be it's just it's not um it's not worth the risk the risk versus the reward is not there so i don't know i i i agree with you except i probably would go even farther and uh kind of lambast myself and say i'm pretty much a gigantic asshole for doing that yeah, for a lot of our visitors who or sorry, not visitors. I guess the they listeners. are visitors to the podcast, <laughs> yeah. but anyway, for a lot of listeners who aren't familiar with with Korea though and how like none of a dog culture it kind of is, it's hard because there's not that many dog parks readily available where you could have just let her off leash in a fenced in area to play with other small dogs. So I I can see where you were coming from, especially like Sometimes you get in this thing where you want to take your dog and I think it'll be a treat for them to get to run around and do stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, But I think ultimately it's not so much about whether your dog would have bitten someone else because being a small breed, I don't think they, she could have done that much damage. Maybe I'm biased. My Yorkie, like, it would be hard for him to do damage to a baby. I know Maltese's are a little bigger than Yorkie's, but mm-hmm. his mouth is so tiny. It's like uh, he you'd have a hard time biting a baby's hand. <laughs> you know, like, it's just it's a so pretty small. dark example, but yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Still, yeah. But um, what was I gonna say? But I think the the big thing they have to worry about is ultimately her own safety because she could have been mauled by a reactive dog on a leash. And that would have been my fault, too, because ultimately, you know, I could say, oh, your dog, you know, bit my dog. But it's like, dude, why isn't your dog leashed up? Yeah, like that person couldn't control their dog 
any more than they were already doing if it was on a leash. But if yeah. your dog's off leash, it's like they can't really keep your dog away. Right. Yeah. So, you know, verdict is a soft, you're the asshole, but you're aware. <laughs> you're being you very kind. Not, you're, Self-awareness you're asshole. Yeah. Self-aware <laughs> asshole. In, so asshole and remediation because you well, maybe me- self-aware asshole might be the worst kind of asshole because it's like, you know, better, but you're, you're not, <laughs> no, uh, but it's in remediation because you're you're like, I'm not going to do this again. That's I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to. Yeah. I actually, now that I, we had this conversation, I will not do it again. Yeah. Cause it's right. just not, it's not worth it. Yeah. So I think that's a good, I think that makes you less of an asshole because ultimately you reflected on it and decided against it. So fair enough. Yeah. I'll take it. Thank you. All right. Okay, Jack, am I an asshole for attacking my neighbor's dog? (laughs) (laughs) That's the only way I really know how to put it, because when it happened, it felt like I wasn't human anymore. (laughs) Like I was a a dog or like a bear inside a person's body, (laughs) Um, which is funny because if people know me in person, know that I'm like not even five feet tall. So it's like anyway. Um, the context here is that I went out to walk my dog, which is like a five pound Yorkie. And he was getting a special treat because I'm potty training him. So he has to be on a leash because we're doing the umbilical cord method. He has to be on a leash inside like all day. And I do let him in the front yard and the backyard to play. Um, but it's just, I thought it would be nice for him to get to be on a walk. Um, he does usually get walks, but I want to do a new route today. Cause I thought he would be happy to see like some new scenery. He saw some new scenery. <laughs> yeah. He saw some new scenery. He saw me in a new light too. So, like, we, I left the house and here in Mexico, um, it's kind of like Korea, Korean traditional houses where they have like a gate on the outside. You don't see like the house. It's like it's a like compound a- almost, right? Yeah, it's like, it's like yeah. a gate. So you just see a gate from the outside. So I left my gate and started walking down the street towards a park. And we passed my neighbor's gate and their dogs were out barking. Not outside. They were behind their gate, but they were barking at my dog. And my dog is not like a yappy little dog. So he was pretty calm. He just went like woof a couple times and kept walking like a really quiet woof and kept walking. And then I saw this black dog come running around the corner. I would say he's like a 25 pound dog, maybe 30 pound dog, not big enough to scare me, but could definitely do some damage to my five pound Yorkie. So I picked my Yorkie up. And um, when I knelt down while well, I crouched down to pick him up. Uh, I turned my back away from this dog. And when I turned back around, there was a huge pipple mix right in my face, uh, snarling at me and tried to attack me. He was like baring his teeth, uh, barking. And then he started lunging. He lunged at me to bite me. I was holding my dog like up and away as far as I could. And when the dog lunged to attack us, I really felt like there was no logic or reason in my head. It was just pure instinct. And like my, my humanity left my body. 
Who you gonna know how to describe? You're like your inner your mama bear instinct. Yes, I looked like a mama bear. I felt like a feral animal. I started screaming at this dog, not like fear screaming, like I'm gonna kill you screaming. Like my eyes were popping out of my head, and I was like waving my free arm. I was making like a kind of claw motion with my furry arm towards the dog. Like a primal, a primal scream, you know? Yeah. Yes. Like this primal scream. I I screamed so loud the side of my neck hurts and I was like, keep, so, um. You tweaked your neck screaming. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) That's how crazy it was. I really screamed at this dog and this dog got scared when I screamed at it. This huge fucking pit bull mix that probably almost weighs as much as I do. I could see the fear in its eyes and it turned around with its tail between its legs and started running away. And then it, 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 as it was running, it turned back around for a moment. I thought it would circle back around it. And I screamed, I'm going to kick your ass, basically in Spanish, at this dog. And the dog just kept running right home, didn't come back. <laughs> Maybe. He's heard that before from the from his owners, maybe. I don't know. He peeled out of there. And his buddy, this like smaller black dog, was staring at me. And I said, Do you want some too? And the dog left as well. (laughs) It's like, um, and I was just in a in another headspace. I started walking up the street with my dog. I was shaking, my dog was shaking, and a neighbor came out front out from his gate, and he was standing in the street, kind of looking in the directions the dog had taken off running in and I don't think he knew it was me because I was like I was walking so fast I was already too far ahead from where I had been just like half of yeah, half yeah. you know but I felt kind of like an asshole because I screamed so loud that it was like scary does that make sense I felt like I had no control of of myself I was like terrorizing this dog at the same time the dog was I, I guess like my thing is like I felt like it was self-defense because oh. this dog attack me. So it's like I don't I don't really feel bad about it. <laughs> it's like NTA all the way. Um n- not the asshole. Um I mean there really is only one asshole here and that's the owner of the dog. Even the dog's yeah. not being an asshole. The dog is just being a dog. Um, yeah, being a dog. And it's it's being it's acting the way it was trained to to behave. So um I'm just I'm kind of surprised that your your action worked because it could have gone it could have gone so much more horribly wrong, you know. Like, I know. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it could have it could have you know seen your um, scream as like an escalation or or a threat and and attacked, you know, which would have been just absolutely horrible. I mean, those pit bull attacks freak me out, but especially. You know, when uh, there was a story of a woman in San Francisco that got killed, you know, by her neighbor's pit bull, like just yeah. trying to get in her door of her apartment and the, do- the dog murdered, like killed her right there. Yeah, this dog could have easily killed me, which yeah. is it definitely could have killed my dog, but it could have killed me easily. Um, and it, I had nowhere. I had nothing else to do. There's nothing to defend myself with. I didn't have right. a, I didn't have a, anything. I wasn't close enough to my house to get in the door. And uh there was nowhere to run to because it had already cornered me by the time I turned around. I didn't see it coming when I crouched down because it wasn't there. It wasn't on the horizon. It like heard the other dogs barking and just whipped out of nowhere. God whipped out of hell or whatever. I mean, you're, you're so not the asshole that if you had you pulled out a nine millimeter and shot that dog dead in the street, you still wouldn't be the asshole in this situation. So yeah, when I think about it, like this dog could have killed me. Yeah. It was definitely enough to kill me. Absolutely. 
and kill my dog. It, it, that's so scary. It's like people who have, who have a dog big enough to kill a person <laughs> let their dog out unsupervised, especially when they know that it's aggressive. Yeah. I mean, just like our last one, I'm the asshole for letting my dog run around free. These people are assholes for not keeping their dogs contained. I mean, especially if you have a dog that is, well, it doesn't matter. I don't care if you how well-trained your dog is. I, I'm, they're still, they're still a bit of wild in them, no matter what, you know, this is the reason I never want to get a large breed dog because there's a lot of stories of those killing their owners. And I think a lot of the time that the owner did abuse them, but I think sometimes the dog could just go crazy for whatever reason and like attack you and kill you. I don't want to be killed by my own dog. That's why I don't like cats is because cats would, would, if they were the size of, you know, actual lions, they'd just eat their owners every time. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, this dog, it was just, it was crazy. And I think we were talking about earlier, Jack, you mentioned that your neighbor has a pit bull and they think it's a really sweet dog. And, um, yeah, I think a lot of times we can be, our perspective can be skewed because we see the dog, how it interacts with us as the owner. And we don't really understand how it interacts with the outside world. And, um, yeah, it's scary. I mean, fuck, like, I know, I'm like, there was nothing else for me to do. I guess I maybe, there was almost not enough space for me to turn and run. But if I, if I did anyway, you know, the dog is going to, yeah, right. That's a sign of uh, retreat and weakness yeah. to turn around. I, I don't know. I mean, you, 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 you made you, you took a stand and and just, yeah, like you said, you, your instinct was to just be as loud and make yourself as 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 uh, as intimidating scary, yeah. as possible, right? Like the only um, thing going through my head were like those when you go to the national parks, my dad used to take us to national parks when we were younger and like hiking and stuff is when they say like, when you see a bear and you're supposed to make yourself as like big and scary as possible, right. the principle that I was following, but like on instincts, it wasn't mm-hmm. until like after that I realized I had this like grisly documentary running in the back of my head while I was acting. It was like... I was thinking of the, 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 the documentary grisly man, which did not end oh, uh, well. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> documentary but yeah i when i was younger my dad made me watch that and i thought it was like a mockumentary and i was laughing the whole time then i realized that it was real and i felt really bad because it was like <laughs> it is bizarre it, if our if our listeners haven't uh watched the grizzly man you guys should watch that for sure it That's is a good movie. documentary for sure i mean this this is really interesting i i think um it i i think what it what it explains is the best offense is a good defense right so like mm-hmm. you, you you're not going to walk your dog down that area until you know the next time that that area has been, the the neighbors have done the right thing with their dog and uh, judging by their, their judgment, you know, like going by their judgment, I wouldn't be surprised if they just tied the dog up all day long or something. I know, which is horrible, but it's like, yeah. I mean, ultimately I'm just going to go research areas I can take my dog safely or otherwise you might just not be going on walks anymore because there are a lot of loose dogs in Mexico and I just don't know when one's going to peel around the corner and attack my yes dog. my dog's not big enough to sustain even a bite right and, uh, right right it was kill him almost immediately so it's like I almost feel mad at humans because it's like why did we breathe such tiny <laughs> 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 yeah you because know? we don't 
Yeah, it's less to clean up, I guess. I don't know. No, he's such a baby. But anyway, anyway, I definitely felt like Mama Bear, and, and I and I bit my tongue hard because I only said, you know, when I when I would see like videos of people defending their tiny dogs against innumerable things. I remember a friend sent me one of like a crocodile in Miami chomping on their little dog while they're taking a walk and they jump in the water and wrestled the crocodile or alligator, whatever it was, yeah. opened it, pulled their dog out and their dog was still alive. They saved their dog. And I was like, I would never do that. I, and then I said, I would, even if it was like a dog against my dog, I don't think I could jump in because I'm so scared of dogs. I would be paralyzed in fear. And then little did I know, I would definitely jump in. You would, you would jump in. Yeah, yeah. You'll wrestle an alligator. You'll uh, fight a pit bull. You'll uh, I know I did. a grizzly bear. Yeah. After that, I was like, I would do anything for this dog. I just, he's sleeping now. I think yeah, he wore him out. Like he had a walk. He was happy, but now he, he came back home and fell asleep. <laughs> he was just traumatized. Anyway, <laughs> glad to know I'm not the asshole. But NTA, people who all the way yeah. leave their dogs unsupervised like that are huge assholes. I mean, if I was a child, that probably would have ended super poorly. Right, right. You just don't. You don't know. I mean, it's just such a gamble. I don't understand what those people are thinking. They're crazy. They're out of their minds. And so in, I'm not going to contribute to this problem anymore either. So uh, I'm going to. So you have a monkey on a pit bull mix. <laughs> right, yeah, right. <laughs> if your dog came running at me in the street, I'd probably be like, okay, I just walk away. <laughs> so it's like, just, it's not going to do anything to me. It's going to bite my like ankle. A football or something, but uh, yeah. It's going to bite my ankle. I can just push it away with my foot or something. I'm not scared, but like, you know, a pit bull mix, if I push oh. it away from my foot, it's going to rip my shin apart. So. Anyway. Yeah, definitely not the asshole. Yeah. All right. All right, social. Am I the asshole for refusing to return hand-me-down clothes? Um, so this is from a, a person. This is not my own personal one here. Around a year ago, my mother came to me with a pair of low-cut vintage linen trousers. They were sold in the 80s and are no longer available. She said that she hadn't worn them in decades and will not again as they are not her style. She is a fleece and high-waisted skinny jean kind of person. When I tried them on, I told her I loved them, and then she offered me two other pairs she had in different colors of the same style. Since then, I've owned and regularly worn the three pairs. Today, she came to me saying that she was surprised they were trendy again and asked for them back. I asked why, and she explained that she gave them to me because she never saw them coming into fashion again. My mother has never been a trend follower, so when I asked, so you only want them now because they're trendy? She just stuttered and didn't really give a response. After telling her no, because I wear them a lot, she was passively aggressively rude to me. Joking, baby crying, wah. And making comments like, guess I'll just stick with my jeans then. She even tried just asking for one of the three, but I kept politely saying no. I could give her one of the pairs, but part of me is angry that she only wants them to fit in now when she gave them to me a year ago because she didn't like them. Am I being selfish or am I in my rights to keep them? So what do you think? Am I the asshole? OP. Okay, when you give someone something that's theirs, 
Right. Not yours anymore. You gave it away. And uh, yeah, my mom, uh, my mom had this happen to her with a family member of my dad's who I shall not name. But my, you know, my mom is Mexican and of Native American descent. And there's mm-hmm. a and there's a phrase in English called the a racist phrase called Indian giver, which right. is someone something and then takes it back. And my mom was like, well, why is it Indian givers should be white people? <laughs> because you guys stole the land and you guys <laughs> and you can't give a present without asking for it back. Blah, blah, blah. So but anyway, my mom really roasted them on that one. Yeah. Um, but I agree. Uh, when you give something to someone, it's theirs. You don't have any say over it anymore. You don't have any jurisdiction over it. And asking for it back is extremely tacky. It's up to that person if they want to give it back or not, but they're not obligated to under any circumstance. And her mom, like, uh, making fun of her and acting like she's childless because she didn't want to give them back, um, makes her mom an asshole and petty. And, like, just on principle of her mom reacting that way, I wouldn't give them back for that reason. Yeah, this is a tough one because not tough, but I mean, I definitely 100% agree that like once you give something away, that's it. It's not yours anymore. And to ta- ask for it back is super tacky. It just looks so bad. It's not the 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 benefit of getting it back does not outweigh what you lose, the dignity you lose in asking for it back. Yeah, like just You'd be better off just not even have like if you if you get the shorts back and then you're wearing them and you feel uh, feel good uh, about that. Um, you're still you still have to go to sleep at night knowing you're the person who came groveling back and and re, you know, grab right, the, the things back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just it just looks so bad. It looks so bad. So. Um, I think she was embarrassed and then she, so she started, but then to get passive aggressive in it, I mean, really makes her look like, just look so bad. I don't know if there's any, like, I don't know if this rises to the level of like asshole behavior because. I think it does because she was like doing that, like baby crying, wow, wow stuff because she wouldn't give her pants back. Like you're this person's mom, grow up. Okay. You're, you're probably at least in your fifties or sixties. You know, come on, God, you know that's embarrassing. Yeah, and you don't that makes you an asshole just on it on principle. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that like, acting that way towards your daughter because she won't give you back something you gifted her. <laughs> it's just like it just belies that you have serious issues, and the fact that you gave them to her anyway because you were like, oh, I never thought they'd come back in style. Like, right? So I only you- gave them to you because they're just dog shit that no one cares about. But now that it's and I thought that yeah. you would definitely wear it because you don't care how you look like. <laughs> Basically, it's like, it's like what if I yeah. They look good I, on you though. Yeah. Um <laughs> I mean, yeah. I would never wear it, but I, it seems like it would meet your standards. Like right. fuck you. I just like it just sounds like assholery. Like it sounds like you'd be lies. I bet the mother has done infinite other shitty things. I that's that I do get that kind of vibe from her. That I know that like if if she gave him back the very next time that she saw her mother, she'd be wearing those those shorts, you know, and and thinking she's just the hot shit right there. Right. She looks I wear them better than you. I mean that she was like mm-hmm. she was like one emotional manipulation step away from saying that they would look better on her than they do on her daughter. Yeah, yeah. She didn't cross <laughs> that line, but she was definitely getting close oh, to it. She was telling yeah. it. 
I mean, I think the daughter was, I think if the mother had just been like, had just asked in a more, I don't know. I'm not sure if asking, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just wondering if like giving one pair back would be like, you gave me three pairs. Here's one back. It would that I mean just to just to appease her, even though no, you're you don't have after to. She was like, wow, wow, stuff like that. I mean, right. if she had politely asked, then that would be different. And you refuse, no. But if she was an asshole about it, like on principle, I would refuse to give back even a single pair. But maybe I'm yeah. just stubborn. I am stubborn, but also <laughs> I don't care about I don't care that I'm stubborn. I think that on principle, like just don't give in to people like that. Is is there a way that she could have gotten a pair back without being without coming off bad, bad looking, looking she bad? Asked nicely and been like, "Hey, those are coming back in style, and I wanted to know if I could borrow, even just borrow a pair for a few, you know, occasionally borrow a pair." Yeah, that's the path. Because then she's gonna say, "Here, no, I'll just give you, just take this one, take these, take this pair." You take yeah. a, you gave them to me, so here I'll give it back to you, and so yeah, then like, mother well, can have one. Yeah, know? I didn't I didn't necessarily mean it as like emotionally manipulating your daughter into being like, oh, I'll even give you a pair, but just more like you really were like, oh, I I could just could I borrow one of sometimes, because like I my mom and I used to have like sometimes we would buy and like my mom would buy something like like a dress or or a pair of shoes or something. And we would like share it. Like it would be like in our shared closet because we both really liked it. Yeah. So yeah. And like, we don't really wear the same size anymore. My mom's super tiny and (laughs) has kept gaining weight as I've gotten older, but like we, we definitely used to wear, I definitely used to borrow stuff out of her closet all the time. Right. And she bought certain things in mind with us, like sharing them. Like she bought a pair of shoes. I have smaller feet than she does. But yeah. for certain like closed toed shoes, like boots, I can still wear them. I just put like toilet paper in the front of it. <laughs> so it's like so um or like thick socks or something, extra thick socks, two pairs of thick socks. Um, but it's just like it's just a couple sizes difference or a size and a half difference. But I yeah. think ultimately as as mother and daughter, you can have some things that you share and that's fine. But it's like in a good spirit. But if like my mom was like, oh, like making fun of me because she gave me something and I didn't want to give it back after she asked in a rude way, on principle, I wouldn't give it back to her. Yeah, it's kind of like finding a a cool leather jacket in your basement, you know, that's been down there since the 70s. And you're like, wow, this is this actually looks really cool again. And, uh, you know, can I have this? And then you, you're like, yeah, you can have whatever you want in that box. And you take it and then they see you wearing it and you look cool. And then they're like, hey, uh, can I have that back? It's like, <laughs> right, no, no, you gave it to <laughs> me. Yeah. Don't, uh, you can't ask. No, no takesies backsies. Yeah. That's the, mm-hmm. that's the rule. Yeah. So not the asshole. OP, definitely not the asshole here. I'm not the asshole. I think the mom is kind of an asshole. Kind of an asshole, yeah. Because I don't know. I mean, yeah. When you give something away, then that's a jurisdiction. I think maybe we just don't see it as that assholery because it's 
we're following this up with my last story where it was like a life or death situation. Some like linen <laughs> pants. So it's like, but it is still asshole. And I think if we were, if we had a different series of stories today, we'd be coming down harder on her. Sure. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. I how some perspective can really change things, huh? It's like the worst yeah. part of your day is your mom asking for a pair of her pants back or the worst part of your day is almost getting mauled by Pitbull we're, makes on the street. We're in a generous mood today with, uh, <laughs> with uh, OP's mother. So we're going to say you're slightly an asshole, but uh, we would have, we would have ripped you a new one if you, had uh, on a different day, different week. So, on a different day. Yeah. Right. So, uh, yeah, listeners out there, go ahead and uh, leave us an email, armchairpsychologistpodcast at gmail.com. If you have your own story that you want us to read on the podcast, please send it to our email, armchairpsychologistpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, we will see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. species called man does have any relationship with God. It's because he alone is able to undo God's work. I don't say he does it maliciously or on purpose. Just that as other creatures were endowed with the instinct to survive, we seem to have been endowed with the instinct to destroy. I think I could turn to live without him. They do not lie to me, they are their sickness. They do not make me sick discussing their duty to God. Not one of them one yields to another, or to his own kind. Not one of them once respect.